Oh, welcome back here to Calling the Audible. Welcome back. We haven't started the show. I know. I'm saying <laughs> welcome back. Iggy's here. I'm here. Eagle's here. And we're joined by uh, star quarterback extraordinaire Jeff Rosenblatt. Uh, Jeff, good evening to you, my friend. Uh, What's going on, boys? Very well. Jeff, uh, you've been in this league for almost, I think, a decade now, I believe. Correct? Ooh. I think, yeah. I think we started 2013. Right. So you have gone from a snapper, that was your original position, to now being a, a full-time quarterback. So who inspired you to play quarterback going from snapper to this position? Because it's a very difficult uh, position to master, and you've done a very good job being a top five passer of all time in FPF. <laughs> who inspired? Um, I think it might have been a combination of, I, I, you know, I started as an old man in the league, and getting a little bit older, I, you know, we, uh, I loved it so much that I wanted to maybe find a spot where I could, I could maybe last as long as I could. And I think quarterback just kind of felt right. A few people back in the days, we were going to make a team and we didn't have a quarterback. And I just basically said, I'll try it. And we kind of started there and just kept progressing. Uh, Jeff, how, how did that first season go? And I'm going to imagine it was a, a bit of a struggle. It, it always kind of is. What advice would you give to new quarterbacks, say, in Division 5, Division 6, that are struggling and uh, and uh, don't see a bright future uh, for themselves right now? What, what, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, first of all, I think I started – it was it must have been Division 6. I don't remember, but I think Division 6. I think it definitely didn't go well because it's really hard at the beginning. And honestly, advice I would give is try and find some of the quarterbacks in the higher divisions. Try and talk to them a little bit because I, I really think the most important thing in, in flag quarterback is, is play calling. So really learning some, some simple plays to get the offense going. You know, I think a lot of people in the lower divisions maybe overcomplicate things. I would say really try to keep it simple. You know, one of the people I talked to, you know, there's two really quarterbacks in the higher divisions I talked to a bunch as I was moving up, and that was Kevin Wyeth and Paul LaPierre, two goats of the league. And, and you know, their playbook, surprisingly, is a lot more simple than you'd think. So that would definitely be my my number one advice is keep the play calling as simple as you can. Let your athletes do the work, and um, you will inevitably get better. Uh, let's talk about the current uh, Jeff Rosenblatt with double straddle in Division One. You guys are three and four. You're literally smack dab in the eye of the storm of the race for, for perhaps seats two through seven. Um, how has the expectations gone for you this year in Division One, given that you guys are three and four and could very, very well be a two seed when it's all said and done? Yeah. So we we started hot. We started three and zero. And um, I mean, for those people that don't know, there's there's sort of two tiers in Division One. There's the, the uh, four teams that are sort of the higher tier, and four teams that are the the lower tier. So we started by playing three teams in the lower tier, which were one of those teams, and we we won our first three games. Then started playing the teams in the higher tier, and it was it was a little bit more tricky. Um, so we're a little bit we're we're on a downslide right now, but we're we're hoping to turn it around and. You know, I have such amazing athletes on the team, really great players on offense and defense. And I think in Division One, we're we're happy where we are. We've learned a few things from the games that we lost, and we're uh, ready to finish the season strong. 
so Jeff, I'm going to put you on a little bit of a, a time travel exercise here, okay? So you mentioned 10 years ago you were, like, looking up to the, the Division One quarterbacks, you know, LaPierre and Wyeth. Now you are technically a Division One quarterback. So if the U in Division Six from 10 years ago saw the U in Division One from now, what do you think you would think of you? <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, man, good question. Um, honestly, I would say... I, I I would be a little bit shocked. I don't think uh, I didn't think I would probably ever get to where we are today. But you know, I think a lot of it was actually more uh, of the GM skill set than the quarterback skill set. Meaning, through the years, I just happened to meet people and we we vibed and we bonded and we we said, you know, let's try and play together. And and these were really guys that were very, very good football players. And, you know, it just happened to be that we linked. And I guess, you know, part of my style, obviously I don't have the biggest arm and I've never played football before playing in flag. And I started when I was, you know, 34 years old. So it's a super weird, strange path to division one, but um, just meeting guys through the way and developing some, some pretty cool friendships with some amazing football players is sort of how it happened. So, you know, my division six self would say, uh, good job, man. Way to go. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I can't officially hear you. No, I'm back. Um, KGP uh, in division one, KGP plus beat Bulldogs uh, this past week, 37 to 32. They play a back to back Bulldogs. Now the home team facing KGP plus again, um, both are in the bottom of the standings. Is there one team that you would want uh, to win more uh, so that maybe uh, Bulldogs can be not officially eliminated, but almost down in the dust. You want to see Bulldogs uh, lose again, uh, so that they're uh, kind of eliminated, or or do you want to see a more even race down there in uh, in Division One? So funny enough, I have a ton of history with the KGP guys. We've played, you know, I think they started in Division Four, and Phil Cutler and I have just sort of had a similar career path in terms of going from the sort of the lower divisions all the way up to the higher divisions. Uh, they have a really solid team. You know, a lot of people look at KGP, they'll look at the team, look at the roster and say, you know, this isn't, this isn't that scary. I think we can take these guys, but they have amazing chemistry. They play some of the best defense in all of FPF. Uh, and we've had some battles over the years. So, you know, shout out to those guys. They're, they're, they're great guys too. Um, and the Bulldogs, you know, they're a new team in division one. Uh, they have Miles as their quarterback, who's just has a a hand cannon attached to his body. It's unbelievable, and they have such incredible athletes on that team. You know, I think obviously they're new, so you know the chemistry probably isn't where the other teams are at. Um, but they have such unbelievable athletes on that on that team that they're they're scary no matter what. Um, which team would I rather see? Uh, neither, but uh, I guess if I had to choose one. I think I'd want to play KGP because we've had so many epic battles over the years, and I want to I want to keep that going. Uh, tougher division so far because how clustered it is in your division two team with run it once or with your uh, division one team right now. Well, good question. Uh, I, for me personally, I think division two is stacked. I think even the teams that aren't doing well are really really solid teams, and any of them can can turn it around even at this point in the season. Um. I would say I think Division Two. Division Two is more is more is more stacked. Every team, every team I think in that division, except for you know maybe one or two, but uh, 
you know, 10 of the, I think there's 12 teams, 10 of the 12 teams or eight of the 10 teams, whatever it is, could, could easily win a championship. It's, it's really stacked, really good teams. So I'll give, uh, I'll give the, I'll give the nod there to division two. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Even, uh, for example, I was watching Killer Bees play uh, Blessed, you know, a 5-1 Blessed team playing an 0-6 Killer Bees team. And, and while Blessed were up, I think, two scores really five minutes into the game, Killer Bees gave them, gave them fits, and they crawled their way back into that game, and it really gave uh, uh, Stephen Harrop-Persaud some, some trouble. A pick six year and uh, another turnover gave uh, Killy Bees uh, some, some life and some momentum. So I, I definitely think uh, uh, you're, you're right there. Uh, and another one, another example, actually, just to pawn off what you're saying here, uh, Braves 2.0 last night uh, in a bear lost, uh, I think it was to uh, Got Skills. Uh, so so yeah, the, I I I think you're right. The parodies uh, is really really evident there. Uh, just to quickly bring it back to Division One, we're switching uh, between D1 D2 here. Um, but Serge Pilon uh, is injured on the Braves. Um, what what do you think? Does that open the door for all Division One teams? What what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I did not know that. Uh, I mean, Ser- Serge Pilon is one of the best players in the history of FPF. He's the kind of guy that can play in the middle of the field, sort of the three position on defense, you throw a, you know, I could throw a slant to one of my fastest guys, one of my fastest wideouts, and out of nowhere, this guy is full Superman diving to get the flag. It's it's unbelievable. The guy is insane. So is his brother. Um, Does that open things up? Honestly, that Braves team is so deep that I don't even think it would make a difference. They're still one of the best teams, you know, with or without Serge. They have... You know, even a guy like Phil Ferrand, who's new on the team, the guy barely plays offense. He's, to me, one of the top five players in all FPF right now, rising star. Um, and that, that Braves team, they just have so much chemistry. They, they, they're such a system. They bring people in and out. It's, it's as if they don't, uh, they don't miss a beat. So, honestly, even though Serge is unbelievable, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, count, the Braves, uh, I wouldn't count the Braves out without him. Uh, last question for you, Jeff. I know you got to run here. Uh, more satisfying, a 40-yard touchdown pass or a three-point shot to win the game? Ooh, that's a good one. Going to have to go 40-yard bomb, man, because football, right football right now is number one. Basketball is the uh, secondary sport these days. We're, we're loving FPF. We're loving what you guys do. We're loving the league. Gets an old man like me out of the house, so uh, we're going with the 40-yard bomb. Uh, any rule changes you'd propose for making the game more lively in Div 1-2? You know, it's funny. I always said it would be interesting to somehow make it less of a quarterback slash offensively uh, biased game. So somehow make the rules a little bit to help the defense. I know it's less exciting, but I think it would could be interesting. But I haven't thought of anything that I think makes sense for now, but let me uh, let me get back to you on that one. So I'm going to throw this out there as an idea for you to ponder on. First down at midfield, and then you have to score. Not a, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Maybe we'd see a few more stops that way, but uh, not a bad idea. Jeff, uh, thanks so much for joining us, man. I know you got to run off and, and shoot some hoops. Uh, we'll see you uh, at the fields at some point. We, we know you love it, and we appreciate what you've done for the media aspect of it as well uh, for your work this uh, season. Yeah, many thanks, Jeff. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Anytime uh, you want me back, you just let me know. Absolutely, Jeff. Thanks so much, pal.
All right, boys. Welcome back again to Calling the Audible. Iggy, Eagle, Mokon, we're here. Uh, PZ's somewhere in the Hawaiian island of Maui, I think. Or where is he at? Is he Maui or where is he at? Uh, I think he's in... I know he's in Hawaii. I don't know where he is in Hawaii. I'm going to go peek outside because they're clearing snow and there's a bunch of honking. Out yeah, there. I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, but we, we're, we're good, though. Finally. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we parked in the streets that have no snow. We're good. Yes, we're good. All right, uh, we are back. We're going to dive into five, uh, group, group five, I missed Division five, <laughs> <laughs> group five over here. Uh, as we're going di- to get into it now with 5A. Um, Iggs, we'll get into this now in um, a game that I just I saw over the weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, Sunday night in Lachine. Yes, that's correct. Thank yeah. you very much for filling the sentence for me. Uh, the game that I saw this weekend in Lachine, uh, I saw Buffalo Wild Wings, and mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings winning 43-19. Um, I surprised that Ice Up would l- lost this game because they were four and two uh, coming into this game here. Max Marine did not have the most sterling effort. Uh, three INTs. Uh, Buffalo always went with Vincent Gayette as quarterback, and he had a marvelous game with seven touchdowns. Wasn't the most dominating performance. Framillet was a guy who really had an influence. Three touchdown catches and two INTs. But in all overall, I think for Ice Up, could this hurt their playoff status of being a higher seed, losing to a team like Buffalo Wildwings have had difficulty all throughout the season? Uh, so there's no buys in Division Five, so the top six or eight teams, like in some of the other divisions, don't don't get a buy. Um, look, yeah, I, even at one point, Ice Up was uh was undefeated on, on the season. It'll hurt their shot at the number one or number two seed, definitely. Uh, but I think they're they're still good to be that three or three or four seed right now. They're in a solid position. Uh, menace to sobriety, taking a loss, I believe, on Tuesday night at a bear, one of our rare Tuesday night and only Tuesday night's game uh, uh, of the season. Uh, I you saw the entire game. I saw a nice pass by Max Marini, hook and go on the sideline. It was a Darius Simmons. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful connection with him. Uh, so. Just a glimpse of of that game. Uh, the, actually, the the very next play, there was blown coverage by uh, Ice Up defense, and just led to an easy forty yard uh, bomb by uh, by Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, Vincent Guillet. Uh they're they're a good team though. I I don't know how you felt uh, overall seeing the entire game, but Ice Up are going to be a tough matchup for anyone in the playoffs. They could go. I think they can definitely win a first round matchup. I think going to round two is where they uh, they might be had, but they're definitely a tough out for anyone that they see. Yeah, I think I think they're at least a two round team, and depending on who they get in the matchup, if it was to be if it was to be today, they could him University in the first round. Uh, but when you look at a team like say Ballers, uh, for example, uh, this is a team that right now is five and one in their division. 
to have a wealth of experience playing at this point. Uh, look, this ISOP team has been away from FPF for a couple of seasons. I think yeah. now two, if not three years. They were there before COVID, and they didn't come back right away after. Winter 2020 was yeah, their last exactly. season. So it's been three years, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think now the, the, the rust is off of them. I just think they had a glitch of a game. That's what it was. It, okay. it wasn't their best effort. I think they'll admit to that, even speaking to uh, Mickey Marini about, uh, about that. Uh, he said, it wasn't our best effort. You, you came to watch us play in the worst effort. I go, no, it's all good. But, but I think they, they can definitely be a three. And yep. the high scene goes to my books. But it's going to be based off their defense come out with plays. Like, they have good players individually speaking here. But yes. can their defense create turnovers? If they can create turnovers yeah. make it easier on their offense, I think that helps immensely for them to make a run this year. Yeah, because the offense is good. They need, they need extra possessions that come from their defense. Yeah, they need to get a little bit more uh, credit on that, a little bit yeah. more insurance policy on that. So, uh, Red Knot Skins at 4-0-1, are they legit or are they – False Kings. It's hard to tell. Uh, they they started off the season real hot. Obviously, still uh, technically undefeated. Their last game, though, against um, well, the, their last game was against Him University, a seven point win. Uh, but the one before that, against the aforementioned Buffalo Wild Wings, that was tough. That was a tough game. There was actually eleven interceptions thrown hmm. in that game. It was a turnover feast. Uh, one that. Um, his name's escaping me. Quarterback for Red Knot Skins. Uh, <laughs> he messages me all the time, too. We talk. Uh, yeah, so much that you remember his name. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Attaboy, Iggy. Um, Are you referring to uh, Matthew Kiljan? Yes, or? Kiljan, yes. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was not happy with his two-touchdown, six-interception uh, performance, yet they still got lucky in a 20-25-25 uh, tie. They had gone, I think, three weeks without playing, so not only was they get a Super Bowl hangover, it was like a three-week Super Bowl hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, look, they ended up getting a big victory, one that they really, especially after that performance against Buffalo Wild Wings, they yeah. got a really big, big victory against him university. Them two coming off a, you know, we had Joey Natero on last week. Is a, is Travis Moses going to be there or not? You know, the little in- instability at uh, the quarterback position. Right, so they right. took advantage of that. Um, look, that, that, that's another roster like ice up individually. Holy crap. One of the best uh, like rosters in, in the division Lately, it's been looking a, a not as good as it did at the beginning of the season. They need against Glory Boys. That's a good test for them to really piece things together. If Glory Boys can take advantage of the fact that Red Knot Skins are not hitting on all cylinders, Glory Boys can get back into a playoff position with a win. Red Knot Skins need to use that game as a, as a tune-up game for the playoffs. Glory Boys are really, really struggling right now with their record. They're they're a better team than their record indicates, and the Red Knot Skins need to take advantage. You of know, what I feel bad for right now. Who? Uh, big fat bats. Oh, why do you feel bad for an undefeated team? So they're eight and zero. They're, they're I think their side of the division is tougher uh, for the playoff gauntlet. That right, they could go through. Right. Yeah. But what worries me, and we talk about the uh, the hangover of the Super Bowl if teams on playing right. Yeah. Uh, right away, they play March eighth. And they don't play for another 19 days, so almost three weeks in between their their second to last game and their last game. So the penultimate game is next week. But then I worry because could they lose that momentum? Could they lose that mojo? Uh, trying to be the invincible regular season going towards the playoffs because this team has definitely grown. Yeah. And eggs to get that bye week at this point in the year where you're trying to now click and going into the month of April for playoffs. Yeah. It could create a little bit of a disconnect early on when they get back in there. 
Maybe. Um, I don't. I don't. I know what you're saying, but the team, the the experience that they've gained over the past three three years, I'd say, uh, I, they've been one of the most rapidly ascending teams in uh, you know from Division Six, Division E, uh, and one of the best learners of of the game, I think, is Matthew Zepatelli. Uh, the way he's grown at the quarterback position, the way he's understood the concepts of flag, they're the comeback kids now. They're the, there was a fall game, I re remember, against Ravens, down four possessions, came back to win that. They were down another uh, three or four possessions. Uh, I think it was, or three possessions down to the process, came out with a 28-21 victory, down 21 nothing. They're learning different ways to win the game. And, uh, and just different ways, uh, whether it's beating up on their lower competition, coming back in games, winning tight matchups against Glory Boys. This is a team that I don't think, even with a long break, I think they've learned the ways, the winning ways of FPF, and I'm not too worried of a, of a long break. Yeah, it'll be fascinating because uh, I know uh, pieces is like, no, it doesn't happen. I go, peace. Playoffs when we you know when you have the one seed, they have the bye week, and they lose in the first round. It happens. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's a yeah, long yeah, time yeah. here, you know. But anyway, we, we have seen that. Yeah, we have. Uh, what division going next here, uh, Iggy? Uh, let's go to the coeds. Uh, coeds. All right, yeah. we go to coeds. Uh, coed one. Sure. Coed one. We're going to go coed one here, at Eagle. As we are going through this, Eagle looking really locked in today. Eagle's a little bit trippy today. Uh, yes, he was a little. Uh, he, he was kind. A little he was, heated. He was hungry. I think he was hungry. Uh, my little birdie friend over here was. Are you hungry, Eagle? I had a sandwich for lunch. Uh, so have for lunch, yeah. So no boost on this week, huh? No. Uh, then again, I usually don't have lunch or breakfast for that matter. Jesus. So. He has uh, he has energy drinks as his lunch. I uh, did intermittent fasting before it was cool. Really? Yeah. I actually started my fasting for Ramadan in a few weeks. Oh. Actually, it's uh, this one's gonna be a tough one. All right. Anyway, all right. Uh, Quad one. Um, let's dive into it here. Eggs. Uh, yeah. Northern Braves, uh, six to zero. Uh, my boys, the Power Rangers and girls, they're five and one. Kiss my loss. Five. What was your here. favorite Power Ranger? Well, I remember PJ was making fun of me, saying they're not legit, they're fakes, and I said, "No, watch out for them, man. They're not that's, number two. That's not what he's. That's not what he's suggesting. He's he's not asking you the favorite player on Power Rangers. He's asking you the the real Power Rangers, the green, oh. black, yellow. Who's your favorite? I think this is the uh, red Jason. I think red was Jason. Yeah, I'll go. I gotta red. go. Go red. You gotta go red. I'm going pink. Amy Jo Johnson. Kimberly, uh, was her name character named Kimberly? Kimberly? Yeah. That was yeah. popular in '94. Yeah. It was popular in the mid '90s, actually. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into it here. Um, it's starting to get tight, tighter on top. Yeah, and the middle is where I'm fascinated by seats four through ten right now, mm -hmm. uh, separated by four points here. Some teams have played seven, some have played five, some have played six. Yeah. So there's definitely room for for movement up and down the ladder here. Yeah, I agree. Um, Fast and Furious taking uh, their second loss in a row uh, in a really tightly contested matchup against Kiss My Outlaws Sunday night uh, ten o'clock. I was with uh, watching it with Jeff Rosenblatt, uh, you know, just on the show here, and Adam Rockman, uh, uh, great dudes, those uh, those those two guys. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that that was uh, so. Yeah, like any of these teams can go on a on on a losing streak just as much as they can go on on a winning streak. Um, I think Free Smoke is interesting here. Uh, getting in the the ball into the hands of someone like Jeans the Alexi, who's just getting so many. Don't you feel like he's at every field? Like I'm I, like I'm I'm turning around to watch a game and like Jeans the Alexi always has the ball in his hand, whether it's quarterback, receiver. Um, he's becoming one of the most lethal weapons 
in FPF, and I think he's a he's a, a big factor in co-ed one. I call him a, a joystick, but I call him a general athlete. Okay, because so because there's no position for him, like general athlete, like a general football player. Yes, you can put him. You said it before. You can line it up as a quarterback. Yeah. You can line it up as a slot, as a wideout, as a running back. Running back. Yeah, he's a general. Like you know, you you could say player X is a receiver, player mm-hmm. B is a right. DB, right? right. Player right. C is a quarterback. He's a general athlete. That's no disrespect to his skill set. It's what he is. He's a he's a multifaceted player that can give Free Smoke a chance to be much more relevant. I know it took them a little bit longer to get out of the, out of the blocks, and now yeah. they're trying to fi- now they found their rhythm going towards the last half of the season, the final four weeks of the year. And with the guy like Jimmy Lee Janvier, who has who is a good quarterback, if he's locked in, he's very tough to beat. And I think that's going to be yeah. the difference in why uh, Free Smoke could make a little bit more ground and be a five one team. By the end of the year. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the thing with Jimmy Lee, if you just look statistically, 19 TDs, 7 interceptions. So what? We're looking at a almost 2 to 1 ratio, 2.5 to 1 ratio. He's he's a better quarterback than that, than uh, at least in my mind. But I, I think you're right. It's it's when he gets on on a heater, when he starts feeling it and just and, and, and the drives are sustained and, and he's just completing easy passes. Uh, he's 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 one of those quarterbacks that can get five six touchdowns, which is that magic number for uh, for Pease in the playoffs. And I think it's now a lot of teams are getting in into that playoff mindset right in the back half of the season. Uh, so watch out for uh, for free smoke in my opinion. Are, are we worried about party mix and ballbusters? Both uh, when when each uh, mix has played six games, we got four left. Ballbusters have five left at one and four. So those two teams in trouble going towards the final uh, quarter of games left for them. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about the uh, party mix a little bit here. Uh, they had a chance to kind of beat up, I'd say, on uh, on Easy Fun, who's uh, been struggling this year, and instead they got their uh, their party. How do I phrase this? They got they got themselves in a, a twisted in a pretzel. Uh, like the the party the worst of the four party mix chips, uh, and lost thirty three to thirteen. Really, you don't like party mix? Pretzels? It's number four, and we've we, clearly Mo doesn't listen to the show as, a, as a fan. I don't. He just produce. He just uh, he's I the come host. On, I come and do my thing. But but Mo, we we talked about this that there's a theory I have about the social experiment uh, that is party mix. That uh, if you're at a party and you have a bowl of party mix. That the person who exclusively goes for the pretzels is a uh, is a psychopath. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That is you. That is me. That you're the psychopath, I'm baby. The psychopath. You, I'm along with peas and eagle. I'm surrounded by psychopaths. Exactly. I should be worried for my life every time I'm in this shipping. Uh, no wonder, it, well, goddamn shipping container. Uh, one day I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, exactly. You will no longer see me on the fields. So uh, yeah, so I'm, mix, though, yeah, yeah, I'm worried about party mix. Um, that that was their chance to get their second win of the season. Uh, I I don't I I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, it, you know, in four games throwing, François Delaurier, sixteen TDs, four TDs a game, yeah. one interception, four to one. That's a good ratio, but the volume of TDs isn't where it usually is for party mix. Obviously, the co-ed division has become a lot stronger. Um. I, I just don't see a number one wide receiver on this it's team. It's a stunning fall for them because they were the epitome of uh, co-ed teams yep. for for, uh, for the inception of the league right. uh, before COVID. And, and now they're struggling. And, I mean, like to use a European soccer uh, analogy, right, there's promotion relegation. Yeah, there's that relegation say. where if they were in co-ed too, maybe yeah. that, was, that is where they would excel. 
better than where they are now with That's those it. big are, hitters. Right? Are, are they a co-ed two team? Is that where they're better suited? Yeah, and Frank Perhaps. Perot's going to f- figure it out. Speaking of co-ed two, uh, as we look at that right now, it is a tight race, one through five, from bench warmers to flashbang, all separated by two points from first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And you look at uh, the rest of the seats after that, though, everywhere when you look at it right now, there's 12 teams still in play for a playoff spot here. Um, this might be the most compelling division of the co-eds. I think uh, so. Co-ed, too, given how tight it is right now. Ex- do you s- foresee bench warmers holding serve and still being the number one seed by the time we complete the regular season in the month? There, man, it's just it's so tight, especially because if you just look at like the top four teams, you have Fireball who beat Kiss My End Zone, you have Kiss My End Zone who beat Fit Squad. Uh, I believe you have Bench Warmers who beat Fit Squad, like like everyone and Flashbang team who beat Bench Warmers. So like, there there there's what's uh, what's that terminology? Uh, cannibalism. Yeah, yeah. They're, they, everyone's cannibalizing themselves, like. Maybe when it comes to playoffs, maybe there's you know that that matchup uh, dependency comes into play here, yeah. where where everyone's great, but maybe you have a favorable matchup against one team, where against another team you're you're struggling a little bit. So definitely in the playoffs, I think who you play and when you play them is is going to be a huge huge factor. I'm interested um, in the bit of a the the seven through eleven uh, yeah. tier of teams, right? Like a team like Badgers and the Villains, uh, those two teams faced off, and I think we both may have picked uh, Villains. You remember your pick last week? Uh, I think it was Villains I picked. Yeah. I think I picked Villains too, yeah. and and Badgers come away with the victory. They put forty one points on them. I think we're giving Villains too much credit on defense. I think we're we're pretty impressed with what they can do offensively, but when it comes to defense, the the teams that can score score in bunches against them. So, uh, you know, we're the the fact that we're both picking villains uh just tells us that we don't it's not that we don't know the division it's just that any kind of any we still know how to pick teams or that too it's just that any 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 given sunday any coed team can beat any other coed team what were the funny galenas the funny tigers because they were the profile team for uh mic'd up uh mondays with uh Seth Galena and uh they're at 2 and 5 they got three ma- three games to go so their runway starting to get a little bit shorter because Hungry Hippos and Team Rocket both have a game in hand which they can cash in, perhaps extend their insurance policy over the Tigers for the 10th or 11th playoff spot. Are they in trouble going towards the final three weeks of the season? Well, luckily for them, they are playing Team Rocket next, and that's a must-win for them. That's, that's the fact of the elimination game. In my that's, it's an absolute yeah. must-win for them. And look, profile as a team, they, they have the better quarterback. They have the better receivers. Um and they have the minds of the football minds of uh, Galina and and Mod Lekas. R- team Rocket has has their own set of of knowledgeable guys and and girls on the team, but give me give me the edge to fighting Tigers in that one necessarily. The, the the thing is they need that win because bench warmers obviously have the upper hand on them. They're the favorite in that matchup, and they have block party on their to to end the season. So they have to go two and one. Uh, if not three and zero, uh, they 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 need to win their next game against Team Rocket. I think they can. I think they have the edge over Block Party. I think that's a win. Benchwarmers is going to be tough. They could they could sneak a win against Benchwarmers, but their defense 
is going to have to be impeccable. Their tackling in particular is going to have to be impeccable because Gab Wiseman, one of the hardest quarterbacks to deflag once he gets out in the open field. Now, here's the thing, right? Um, I think two more wins can get yeah. the Flying Tigers that, that playoff spot. Yeah. I think four will be the line. Which is really good for for co-ed two. Yeah, yeah. That you need f- to be four and four and six in any other league in pro sports is is a bad record. But we're producing championship hats for that in this league, in but, divisions in general. But yeah, like four and six in FPF is not a bad record. No, and and that's going to be the the delineation between a, a playoff team and a non-playoff team. That that means the strength of co-ed two is, is and admittedly, is really I mean, it makes it more fun for teams too, right? Like if you know past like week four that your season's done and the next six games are a waste of your time, and okay, you have fun with it. If you're like going into week 10, 11, 12, whatever, we're numbering them now, and you're like, we have to win this game, our playoff seat is on the line, and you are winning games on a regular basis and everything, makes it way more fun to basically have that Last as long as possible fighting for those last playoff seeds. So the more of this, the merrier. Uh, co-ed three. We j- jump into co-ed three now. With, uh, and by the way, we will have, for those who are curious to know, um, once we get it confirmed, which we will in the coming weeks, uh, the playoff standings. That's where people kind of get confused by it. But we'll make sure we have a c- clear playoff standings for you guys uh, moving towards the end of the year. So co-ed three, as we dive into this, as uh, we look at that now, um, Here's my question for you, Iggy. Yeah. Um, Throw it at me. I was not buying Michael Scott's tots at all. Uh-huh. I was saying they're, they're, when we had our uh, uh, swipe right, swipe left, uh, swipe left segment with PC yes. and I, yes. I dramatically swipe left on them. I said, I don't want nothing to do with this team here. Are you changing your mind? Now, at two and four, they are in that last playoff spot. Should I go back and swipe right Going towards the final four games left. How do you feel about their record against Paquer this season? 0-2. Both one-point losses, 21-20 to in week one, 15-14 to in, uh, in week eight, just uh, this past Sunday in Lachine. How do you feel about their record 0-2 against uh, Paquer? Well, they are 0-2 against Paquer. And how do you feel about that? It sucks. It sucks. So, so are you swiping? Easy. So are you still swiping left? I have them in queue. You know how you can, you know, in your fantasy football drafts. Yeah. When you're, uh, when you're like five picks away, you're going to line up guys in queue. So you're going to get sniped. Someone's going to take them. Well, you know, you put them in the queue and you have your list right there. So they're in my queue. So they're in the queue. They're in my queue. All right. How I- many rounds are you waiting to take them though? Yeah. Oh, they're like a, uh, if you're doing a standard player draft. Yeah. That's like round 15. Round That's pretty Okay, late. so you're putting them in your queue, but you're basically expecting them to not get taken. Yeah, exactly. But they're there as a backup in case. Oh my god, I got panic. I got so. Pick so there. that's where they land in your uh, in your swiping. Yeah, uh, scenario. exactly. I, I have a question for you, Mo. Yes. Did we overhype Lasect? They uh, no. I believe started four and zero. They've lost three in a row. No. no. And they've only put yeah, up. They won a game. They've put up six, six, and seven in their last three games. No, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're, says they're four wins is massive for them. It is, but I think they're now four, on a three-game losing streak. Yeah, that's fine. They're they're going to figure it out. Are they? They will, they'll figure it out. That's two losses to sneaky snakes now, and and half and half obviously is is now the number one seed in uh, in Coed three. But I'm a little worried. Uh, look, they get half and half again this week, right on Sunday in Lachine. That could be four losses in a row. Could be, but but can they? 
close the gap with them in half and half, right? If they can, this could very well be an early round playoff matchup with these two teams. It could. It could be a l- later round. It could. Perhaps. It, it could. That's oh, it could. Yeah. It could. Yeah. It could. I'm not saying it can. It could. Right. Yeah. 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 So let's see now. Let's see how they stack up now. And if they stack up or like if they lose, they lose. But if they lose by say I don't know, nine points uh-huh. compared to with them losing by thirty one points with no by plays. It's a it's an improvement, and that means that the gap is probably a lot closer than what we expected, and they might have had a glitch that game a couple weeks ago. Are you worried? Are you going to hit the panic button if they have a mercy rule game where they lose? I will only man the panic stations if they lose out the rest of the games. Okay, because they're going they're going to the playoffs. Four wins should be enough. <laughs> should should be enough. Yeah, but they right. got that means they would go on a six game losing streak, and that's where. You would hit the panic. Now, the, the question is that because it played one more game than the teams below them, yeah. that could be, you know, that that's where they can make up that lo- that that game, right? The teams who are tracking them for right. games right now. But I think they're in good position here. I think one more win will definitely get them in the playoffs. Yeah, fair. Four should be enough right now. But with, with Sneaky Snakes in half and half here, who's the best team right now? Or is it Pacair, even though they're four and four? Um... I want to I want to see their head to head record and if they're playing each other again. But my gut feeling is half and half. Uh, I'm not sure if Chris Vero has taken over as the full time quarterback. They kind of keep switching between uh, him and Camille Saint Marie, who actually threw seven TD passes mm-hmm. against Fast and Not Furious three. Um, from comments, not the best of balls, but. When you're putting up seven TDs, I don't care how the ball's coming in. It's coming into the end zone seven times. So there's something dangerous uh, dangerous there with Camille Saint-Marie uh, at the helm. Um, they played in week one. Am I thinking uh, half and half and Sneaky Snakes? is uh, Yeah. They played them back in week one. Sneaky Snakes taking that 33-13. Uh, and they do... They should have another matchup. Yeah, coming up on March 12th. So... Let's say the winner of that game will be the number one seed. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make that statement right here, right now. You know, when I think of half and half, I think of Eagle going to Bustan. And they go half and half, half potatoes, half rice. Always. Oh, I was going to say uh, half chicken and half shawarma. Also always. Yeah. Half and half. That's what I'm thinking right now. I usually think cream, like cream and like, like a coffee. That's more my thoughts go your go- thoughts go to food i'll go I, to yeah, coffee. I don't eat meat so it's one of those things here you know but so uh, just rice and potatoes yeah. yeah half and half yeah i think half and half and i'll take a side order of potatoes as well so i eat more potatoes as well mm-hmm. potatoes carbs. are delicious yeah great carbs awful but great at the same time for our lives um to wrap up uh this coed three here yeah fast not furious block party who's got the realistic chance to make a run for a playoff spot so Looking at Fast and Not Furious three, they've they have Block Party up next, so that's a limited stream. Right that's there. exactly yeah, I, as early as March, right? Uh, like yeah. March fourth. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you there. They then have Michael Scott's thoughts, Sneaky Snakes, and Pacare. So they are playing three teams that are uh, well. Every everyone's ahead of them except for Block Party. Yeah. Um. Whereas Block Party obviously have uh, Fast and Not Furious. Uh, half and half. Michael Scott, Sauce, and Lasek. So, Block Party have the tougher schedule between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without a, a, a legitimate quarterback, uh, although someone different through this uh, past week, 
Uh, it's just they, they've been struggling 100% at quarterback. They have six, eight, nine touchdowns thrown on the year, 17 interceptions. Not gonna, that's not good. That's a one-to-two ratio. Yeah. It's actually surprising well, their points against ratio. is so low, though, considering how many interceptions they've thrown. Like, they, to be have 115 against in six games yeah. is very good, especially yeah. if your offense isn't marching the field. Granted, but that's been their their call on, on the blocked party, block party, three Hunters franchise, right? It's They've always leaned on their defense to win them games. So I'm not surprised by that. It's just without a quarterback and without scoring, you're, you're going to be... One four and one. I'm surprised they're one four and one with putting up so little points. All right, uh, what division are we going next? Women's. We're gonna go. Uh, we'll go women's. Sure, we we'll go women's here. Women's. Uh, women's one. Women's one. We'll go into right now as we're diving through here these divisions. Um, all right, Le Bleu five one and one. Uh, Vortex creeping up at, at nine points. They're four two and one. Bleu Put is at eight points at four two and two, and Brutes at four and two. Uh, Bees four and three, but they're they have one more loss. Everyone else above them. So right now. Going towards the final three, if not four games left here, are we putting our money on Bleu Put or Vortex to kind of upend Le Bleu for number one? So I saw Vortex play. Uh, wait, wait, why are you just leaving it to them, though? Like, theoretically, all the teams in the top six have a chance because even Montreal Lieu has five games left. Like, there's a lot yeah, but, of games uh, to play trust, here. Do you trust MU with their defense? Only being their defensive. As P's made the point, they're a defensive team first. They don't look at points to mean their uh, passport to victory. I mean, as long as you score more than your opponent. Yeah, sure. but they don't, though. They're, they're in the minus, and they're... It, they're three and two. They're winning games. They've won more games but than they've do lost. do you trust them, though? Yeah. Uh, Depending on the matchup, yes. But no, you don't. You have, you have five games left. If they go three and two, they finish six and four. Blur are beatable then, conceptually. So let me ask you a question. Do you trust – you drive a nice car, Eagle. We want to see what car you drive. I think it's a fantastic car. Thank We're you. all jealous of it. We're envious of what you had. Would, would you trust someone who just got their permit in, say, 25-centimeter snowstorm to drive it on the 40? Uh, yes, because I have a lot of safety features. But they don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that, though. They don't know that. You're not going to trust them. Yeah, I get it. Exactly, get it. right? Do you trust Montreal U to be that team to kind of be in that conversation? I don't trust them. I get it. They can play defense. I'm just, I'm just saying in, it's possible the top six teams are still in play for the number one spot. Iggy, uh, I, what do you think? I, I saw them play against Brut. They got manhandled or woman handled by Brut. They got handled. They got handled. Person yeah, handled. They, they, yeah, yeah, they just they no gender handling. They no, just they just got handled. handled. No, no, no. Real seriously, the brute. I prefer knobs. The brute <laughs> put the brute in 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 this game. Forty five points against that Montreal U defense. That's their that's their claim to 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 the football game. Right. They had they had no answer on defense or offense for for uh, Maud Lacasse. She was just. Picking them apart. She was Dame Lillard, Lillard out there. 327 yards. She went 29 for 32. This has to be a perfect quarterback rating. I'm always looking for the perfect quarterback rating. Come on, Maud Lacasse. It was not a perfect quarterback rating. God damn it. 148.8. 90% completion percentage. 91. She, I'm, I'm telling, like, if that's what Montreal U is going to show up with in the playoffs against strong offensive teams, like there are, in women's one, they're done. Yeah, they're finished. They're, they're done. They're not going to do anything. Like, I get it. They brought in a sub QB, but the QB looked good for Montreal U. It, that wasn't the problem. The problem was the defense. And if the defense is their strength, 
there's a problem there. Brutes have a schedule that lines up well for them. They could have a seven and three, if not eight and two record. I think the last game of the year is against uh, Blue Pud, I think it is. I might be mistaken, but they can run it. They got the beast coming up. They can run that. Um, Have Le Bleu. Uh, Le Bleu, in, I beg your pardon. Last game. Yeah, so that, that could be for first place. Which, and if you uh, actually bring up the um, the Brut uh, team page there, they got some new jerseys. I know, I love them. Yeah, they're sick. They I know why. I know, they why, look, you, they, they I look, know why you love them. They, ah, they're sick, because you know why. They, they look really good. Because like, they got smoked in the Super Bowl by the Chiefs. That's <laughs> smoked. Hey, I, 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 was, I was like, I went up to them at halftime, I'm like, these are nice jerseys. Do you want a new team picture? And they're like, yeah, we're, and we're all finally oh, here. Funny, funny eh? because uh, Iggy over here, no, once we take a team picture, they're set. No more. No, 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 no. no. I, well, I have an eagle that. uniform, right? Hey, guys, uh, I can pull some strings and put the uniform up for you. No problem, guys. And they were, they're happy to do it. They, they, they said, yeah, we have sick new jerseys. And they're like, and we never have everyone here, and we're finally all here. So, yeah, they, they were up for it. And, uh, and so, for the they, record, if you're a team and you want to have your picture retaken, just ask. We'll do it. Yeah. Uh, my my job's done. I've done what I have to do. I feel like you, you have to deal with these scorekeepers, Siggy. You might know. have one more team picture. Oh, uh, bleep me. When? Sunday? I'm not there Sunday. Sunday. I'm not there Sunday. Oh, oh yes, I'm not there. <laughs> uh, we have actually only one uh, team left that needs to take a picture. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, looking good on the, uh, on the field and uh, on the scoreboard as well. They looked absolutely unbeatable. Yeah, Montreal, you, you have uh, some work to do. Uh, Fitzqua, Torrance, uh, were they? I, I think they're in trouble. I think they're in yeah. trouble. I don't know if they're going to get anywhere close to a uh, playoff conversation. I think uh, for well, uh, Fitzqua already played. Oh no, no, no! They, I thought they played all all ten of their games. Sorry. No, just, uh, no. Yeah, that'd no, be no. awful. Uh, what? That'd be awful. They played yeah. all ten games already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, look, their remaining schedule, Les Bleus. Uh, I think Montreal U could be a tight game, a tightly uh, contested affair in the range of like a 21-18 kind of game yeah. uh, coming down to converts. They have Brut, and then like by by then, though, yes, they face Torrent, but it's too late. That's the last game of the season. Like, Le Bleu and Brut are, are putting up 40 points each on them. Yeah. Yeah. So unless they're going to go and score 41, which is possible but unlikely, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man, because right now the cutoff – we're at three wins, and that's for the stars, UQTR, who are at three wins. Yeah. If we're going to project, uh, they'll probably be at four or five, and, mm-hmm. and that might be too much for the teams who are trying to chase uh, UQTR or Fidelis or Montréal U for, for that spot. But it, th- this is going to be the division. I hope I get the call for the finals. I really do. Mm-hmm. PZ, if you're listening, Sunday, I'm available. He's always listening, unlike you. I don't listen. I know. <laughs> I don't have time. I'm doing basketball games, man. What do you want me to do? Anyway, uh, women's uh, two. And uh, as we creep along here in this division in terms of where we're at in terms of the standings right now, that's the top. I meant to, when I said when we creep along here, I meant to say like up the ladder here of those teams. That's yeah, right yeah like now. chugging along. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want anyone to get you know, a misconception here. But yes. all right. Right now, that middle part. Wait, what did you mean, Mo? <laughs> Shut up. You <laughs> keep digging. Dig. Dig. Dig a deep hole. No, no. Uh, right now, that middle yep. part from six through 10. Yes. That is where I think we'll see a lot of change up of teams. I think we're going to see the the Plinko and the uh and the Scott What's stock wrong with Plinko. Plinko's great. Uh yeah. and, and the stock market uh graph will really go up and down for some of these teams here. Yeah. And I think one of these teams might be in a position where they could jump into that top 5 I, if they can I, win out. I got the team for you. Who's that? 
Guess first. I'm going to go Le Petit Miet. No. It was actually their opponent this past week, Wildcats. I was, you know what? I was just going to say that, and I was going to say it's a terrible beer, but yours is better. Which, which one's the Wildcat. beer? Wildcat. I, I you mean the beer from New Brunswick? Yeah. Uh, maybe I remember it. Anyways, um, yeah, Wildcats looked great on Sunday. Uh, Le Petit Miet, uh, I've seen them play in the past. They're a decent team. Mm-hmm. They're 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 not bad. They're not amazing. They're they're very good. Um and they they the Wildcats just went all over the field on them. Uh they 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 the Petsimiet defense could not handle Josiane Martin. She as from the snapper position, whether it was bubble hooks, uh five outs to the left or right, uh especially down the seam, like a seam down the middle of the field or a bit of a skinny post to the right. They, they had absolutely no answer for her. Uh, the connection between Catherine Bolduc and Josiane Martin connecting for three, three touchdowns out of the six were, was an absolute uh, beast uh, combination that I think is going to take the Wildcats into that 4-5 uh, seed. What about Phoenix? Phoenix. What about them? Uh, we've, we've not talked about them uh, uh, this season. And quietly, they have... Risen to the risen from the ashes, uh huh, because they are the Phoenix. Uh, they're now four. I'm a little disappointed that they don't have red jerseys, but I digress. That's right. Uh, they're in fourth place, and they could jump Red Nation, maybe. Links, links that for number two. Links net, you said it this time. Yeah. It's not there's there's I didn't write that in the script this week. So they're playing Links in week ten. That yeah. So that's a, a swing game for sure. It could be a third three seed right there, if not two seed. I I would want to see again having you know knowing Leipzig yet. I want to see how they fare against them. That will give me a real barometer or like it would allow me to gauge them uh, amongst the the core of the division. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Sunday at three o'clock uh, in the Lachine Dome, that's one to uh, to really get a good I- idea of Phoenix uh, because their past two wins against Le Lou, the struggling Lou, uh, eight they allowed eighteen points on them. That that's an offense that has been struggling. So to let up eighteen on them, eh, questionable yeah. on, on the defensive side of things. And then um, you know a twenty to six win over Steelers who have struggled offensively as well. They, they, you know, the game against Wolfpack back on uh, January 29th, you see that's another Wolfpack team, very similar to Le Petit Miet in that middle of the pack range, and they lost 31-19. to So if that's a bit of an indication of where this team is stacking, uh, I, I think they'll lose to Le Petit Miet. Uh, and then meaning that that game against Linkset is going to be very difficult for them. They, they, they're going to need their defense to really step up Stop that link set offense, which is is has has been dominant in women's too. Um, I don't think they're as strong as you think at four and two. I think they're by in two weeks' time they're four and four. If they're able to take those two games, which is going to be a tall order, and be six and two, that that's a statement. That's a big statement if they can do that. Yeah. That, um, so that'll yeah that'll be intriguing. To see. I'll give them one. I'll give them one win. I still know which one is going to come against. Find out on the picks of the week. Okay. I'll let you know what that is though. But uh, that's going to be the statement game for them. That, 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 that referendum in the next two weeks for them, they'll play on the 5th and 13th. We'll know if, that, if we're going to put them in that favorites conversation going towards playoff uh, football at the end of the month. By the way, playoffs begin when? April 5th? April 2nd? April 2nd. April 2nd. Yes. April 2nd. 
And a reminder, we'll get to the spring uh, announcement as well for when spring season begins. It's been posted up, but we'll make sure everyone knows about that. All right. Um, let us dive into. Let's close the co-ed and women's sandwich yes. that we started with 5A and close it with 5B. That's right. Make a nice hamburger. I don't eat hamburgers. Well, B is for bun, so we're doing 5B. 5B. Fair enough. And you yeah. do, well, you don't eat hamburgers. You eat. Uh, what about like a black bean burger? Yes. Oh, man. Good. No PZ. Yeah, that barbecue one, man. That, luck, man. that oh, one was my. good. Yeah, that but one was really I, good. I, I, again, for those who don't know, because we, we can't see the inside joke without telling what the story is. Go. I mean, we can. No, we can't because people won't, won't know what the hell we're talking about, right? So back True, in, but we can. We can, but Rob's like, guys, you can't see inside jokes. Yeah, like Rob's going to know. Yeah, exactly. So quickly here. So last September, every year, PZ does a media barbecue, right, for the year end. And we finally had one after COVID. It's been so many years. The week of the barbecue, PZ sends me a text message. Hey, do you eat eggs? And my head asked, like, okay, is he talking about like an egg dish? Like, you know? I said, no, I don't eat eggs. Okay, cool. So I get to his house around 5 o'clock in the afternoon. No one's there. I'm there with um, um, Blay, Matthew Blay. Alex Matthew Blay. Blay. <laughs> He's going to be real upset. Matthew I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> text him right now. <laughs> he hates me already. <laughs> text Matthew Blay up. <laughs> Alex Blay. Um, and PZ goes, yeah, man, it took me f- like three days to figure out how to get this black bean burger without eggs. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, had a, I had a cartoon bubble pop up, like, you know? Yeah. And I go, eggs? I go, peas. Black bean. Peas. Is this what you're referring to? Like, you met the black bean burger without eggs? So I, I do that. For context, you can use eggs as a binding agent when you yes. make burgers to make mm. it kind of sticky and everything, right? If you've made meatballs at home or if you've done cutlets, for example, sure. thing, it helps it stick together. So yes. he was going to use that for the binding for your black bean burger, except you don't eat eggs. Yeah, but but the thing is, I do in, in, that, in that context, right? What? No. There's a, <laughs> so It's still in the burger. I know, I know. But, still eating but eggs. The look that PZ gave me when I said, yeah, I didn't mind. Oh, he went from like boy. this, and his eyes were like so big. It's like you piece of bleep. Yeah, because it's fucking hard to I do. I know because it took his, him and his chef like four days to figure it out, and I felt so bad. Fantastic burgers, though, by the way. Amazing burgers. Really. All right, yeah. let's dive into the burger itself in five B. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I look at it right now. Warriors, Vic in the box, collision course. I think so. I, I think like you know, in terms of a deep playoff battle, these two teams they'll, they'll meet each other. At some point, deeper in the playoffs, and I think that's the collision course right now for, for that side. Yeah, I think for uh, the Warriors play a um, very dink and dunk kind of uh, offense, which it works, and and kudos to them. Like, it, hey, if it works, and there's nothing wrong with taking the, the short field. I I think that doesn't play into Vic in a box's favor. Uh, their defense is the turnover machine of Max Bura playing in the safety position, waiting for teams to take that deep shot, which the Warriors will do once you start pressing up on on their short game. And that usually leaves one or two guys open in in the deeps. Uh, So I think as long as Mitch Fergenbaum can can play a safe game, and he can, uh, and keep the the ball away from Max Bura and Craig Browning, the two ball hawks on Vic in a box, I think that game would probably come down to how well Seb Zafur, a uh, rusher of uh, Vic in a Box, can can do handling Mitch Fergenbaum. And he loves those roll. He's a very shimmy cons type of player. Rollout. Uh, everyone flooding uh, the same side. Really trying to break down zone defenses. Uh, 
but at that said, that's the Warriors' offense against them. But I think Vic in a Box's offense is just as potent. Uh, it'll all come down to how much development. Um, what's the uh, Vic in a Box's uh, quarterback? Uh, Jeff Jeff Taye. Uh, how much his development at QB uh, will evolve over the season? It's been so far so good. Uh, getting better each and every week. Uh, will it be enough of a QB progression in the ten game season? For him to be able to put up enough points with Mitch Fergenbaum, who's very capable of putting up 35-plus. I think March 29th is a massive game for Vic in the Box because they'll play Killer Rays. Yeah, Killer Rays are undefeated right now. Yeah. And that could very well be. The number one seed. And that could very well be a, a potential uh, finals matchup or deep playoff matchup. Killer Rays versus Vic in the Box. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing, though, right? We 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 given we given Killer Rays their love, and I will give my love to Red Dragons at five zero and two. Do you have, do you have you given the Dragons their respect? Because PG's not a big fan of Dragons. He he's not buying into the Dragons. Yeah. So two things, uh, I have. If you've read my articles, thanks for reading the articles, Mo. You're welcome. Thank you. There's so many of them. Yes, there are a lot. We're a big staff now on the the writers. Apparently so. I, guys, I never knew. Yeah. Uh, no, I've uh, been a very big fan of their ascension. We talked a little bit about the ascension of who did I say the oh big fat bats that and these guys started roughly maybe big fat bats had half a season uh, advantage over red dragons, uh, whereas big fat bats and save the turf tools saw early success and and kind of a continued steady increase in their progression in FPF world. Uh, Red Dragons had a much slower uh, kind of curve to uh, to improvement, where it, all of a sudden this year, out of nowhere, Guillaume Boulanger, like I said over once, like overnight, just became a 30-point quarterback, five touchdowns, six touchdowns, you know, really protecting the ball, uh, leading them now to like an undefeated record, 5-0-2. So I've been very impressed with them. But Mokon, second thing uh, about Red Dragons, they suffered an injury, key injury. Uh, Emil Bolulo, uh, fractured collarbone. Yes, tucks. That was at... Uh, Hebert Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, Sunday, Monday? Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. Uh, was that your field by any chance? No, no. Sunday, no. I'm not there. I'm in the machine. Yes, yes. Uh, but you, Okay, but you heard about this. Um, I heard about this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, terrible injury to uh, Emil Bolulo. So that could uh, really hinder their chances at a deep playoff run. Best they're, player. They're, yeah. They're really looking, uh, and, and there are um, possibilities of adding him to the IR slot. They're bringing in one of their one of the receivers from the Division Four Bebe Magic team. Uh, so they, there's definitely options there, but it, as soon as they put him on IR, he's no longer eligible to come back. Or is, is that accurate, uh, Eagle? Once you put a player on there's IR no in the regular right? season, and, tra- and transfer so, Oh, once games. you transfer their games, you're done. Yeah, there's no destination yeah. of return. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So if, but if you wouldn't want to put someone on IR immediately, right? You just have the sub come in, play the games, essentially. And when you get to the end of the season, when you make a determination for IR, you wouldn't want to do it early. Yeah, but there's only three games left on the schedule. And the player that they want to come in has only played, I believe, one game with them. So that would only make him get reach four games. Yep. So you might need to put him in on the IR and get the games transferred. Yep. But I'm saying, like... If there's a possibility that player they're, comes back for playoffs, you wouldn't want to do that, right? They're like, in an yeah. uncompromising position right now that they're not going to get yeah. the best result of having that 
uh, production replaced at an equal value. And a team like Cedar de Bleu Drive, yeah, any other division, they might be the best team. Any so, other division or beyond group? Or? Be, uh, in that conversation, because like right now they're in third place, right behind Penetrators and Red Dragon, right? But you put them right now in Green Monster, maybe not better than the Warriors, but maybe not better than, than Killer Rays, but they might be a team that would be more respected. But they fall into that cracks of them being behind Penetrators and Red Dragons in that division, though. Well, I, I think that actually kind of favors them because they're maybe sneaky good and, and, and you know, falling in third place in, in Group D kind of makes them like you're like you're suggesting, right? That they're slipping through the cracks and not being maybe as well recognized for their accomplishments and how good they are uh, because they might have. Would you agree that they have the best natural thrower of the football in Division 5B. Uh, Fred Juno. Yes. I haven't seen him play yet. Okay. I, I've seen him from afar. They've, yeah. they've been on fields that I've been at. Um, I'm going to blindly say yes, based off your question that you posed. Mm-hmm. Why is he the best thrower in this division? He, he's is, Maybe it's his time with the Braves uh, and, uh, you know, how much time he's surrounded himself with Joe Mayer. Uh, but the play calling is there, definitely. Right. Uh, the accuracy is sometimes not there, which can lead to overthrown balls that are intercepted. But it's, I'd say it's more rare that I see an overthrow like that. Uh, I saw it a couple times back in uh, Saint Laurent, yeah. a few weeks back against what could have been. Um, but it's just he throws a nice ball. He throws a, a nice, uh, especially like those ten outs. They're on the money. And uh, his receivers do a great after the catch. Eric Namps, uh, one of one of the best after the catch receivers that I've seen, can take that five yard out all, all for like a thirty yard gain. So, uh, the, and once they get into the red zone, they're they're pretty good at converting uh, for six points. I I I do think Le Bleu Dry are a, I don't know what to call. It. Is it a dark? It's not a dark horse team. They're just going unnoticed uh, in third place on in Group D. They're very dry. That no one notices them, notices them right now. Nice. They've blended to the cement, dry cement, blue cement. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, br- one, before we get to the next division here, um, Brewers ball so hard. You, they're combined one eleven. Brewers are one and five. Yeah. Blues are two and three. They are still in that conversation for a playoff spot here. But cover three. So cover three. Ball so hard. You and Brewers are all on life support right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Brewers to maybe make a run here. I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna go with the same team. I really want them to. They're a good group of guys. Oh, they're, great guys! They're, yeah. they're they're great group of guys. Personality wise, Jeff LeFave is one of the nicest dudes you could ever meet in this in this division. But if we're all in on the Brewers to do it, uh, where's that second win, perhaps third one coming from on their schedule that we can pop up now for uh, our viewers who are watching right now? So. I saw them this past week uh, against him, you. And this is the thing with the Brewers, right? They have a chance with five plays remaining to score a touchdown, win the game. And we're watching on the sideline. I'm scorekeeping. And I won't say who, but someone's like, he's throwing. Jeff Lefebvre is going to throw an interception on this drive. And with one or two plays remaining, 
They get to the they get to the red zone, so they're driving the field. They go 35, 34 yards, and he throws an interception in the red zone. And it's just that one last clutch moment, that last clutch throw that just doesn't seem to go their way that I don't know if they get a win in their next four games. It has to be. There's two games. Yes. Well, you're going to say blues and cover three. Dude, that's that's sandwich, right? I know. That's the uh, bean of the black bean burger sandwich. It's just, man. I, and I wanted him to score so bad. I'm like, come on, man. Get punch it in. And it's just, you felt that interception coming. They win those two games are going to the playoffs. They yeah, split. Yeah. They're still in good shape, but they need to get one. Yeah. One this, yeah. can help immensely. Two would definitely put them over the top. Yeah, the split, they'll need help from other teams. That, it's an insurance policy they need. That's yeah. that, that they can can they do it? Yeah. Excuse me, I think they can. And so next week, look, they got uh Wolf. Uh, yeesh, I don't know. Not gonna happen for them. It's gonna be their playoffs their season will will, will rest on the Game in a fortnight's time when they play uh, Blues on the 15th and then in three weeks from now against... Yeah, agreed. All right, next division, my friend. Where are we going out here? Division 3. Okay, division, did we come up with topics for Div 3? Yes, we did. And they're... Uh, oh, yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. yes. yes my bad. Sorry. I, it's been a long day. But I know. For provincials, man. Okay. Um, so I saw them play uh, Monday, I think it was. Monday, Monday. Silent Ticklers. Was it Tuesday. No, they play Tuesday, Monday, and Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, so Monday was when I saw them play. How dynamic is their offense, and does Jonah Panetta, Panetta have the inside track for the Div 3 quarterback of the year? What do you mean by dynamic? They just throw 40 bombs. Yes. They don't give a crap. Like they average so it's pass. not dynamic. It's dynamic because they don't have to show short pass. They don't have to throw short passes. They just go, we're going to throw it, throw it, throw it. But I, it's, I feel but like it's, that's the opposite that's of static. dynamic, though. That's static. No, it's, because it's, you know what's coming. Go and stop they, it. Their average pass uh, is like fifteen to twenty yards. I I understand, but I'm with Eagle, and it's that's what I was saying. Offense, man. That's what I was saying. That's not dynamic, and we're getting the uh, the definition of dynamic. To me, dynamic means you can beat team defenses in a characterized by constant change, activity, or progress. Positive it's, in attitude and full of energy and new ideas. It's exactly. not new. It's Force not that stimulates change or progress in a system or process. So throwing the exact same route every single time is not dynamic. It's not. Uh, it's not constant change. It's not new ideas. <laughs> it's literally the opposite of that. Uh, this this pisses off Eagle right now. FYI, uh, the score's not posted up for February twenty eighth. Yep. Yep. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, look, look at his face. Look at his face. Oh, so, I know. He's so pissed. He's going to text Rob right now. Rob, <laughs> what the hell? So, Robert Campana. So, not a not a dynamic offense, as no, we, just, as, as we just found out. They have a lot of dyna- dynamism in that offense. But is he? he's definitely in conversation for QB of the year. Look, he's posting the same numbers as Stephen Harapersad, A.J. Gomes, in terms of touchdowns and even the most yards in one less game. He's he's the inside track right now for for quarterback of the year. Yeah, he, he's been playing his best ball, I think, this year. Um, I didn't I, obviously the game on Tuesday was on the other side of the field, so I didn't see him first hand. But watching him play first hand against Stoics, that was a fun game to to watch. Yeah, um, he was just slinging it, man. Like mm-hmm. this launching missile attack after missile attack on the uh, Stoic ship, and. Uh, even when they were down early on, he didn't care, man. Like he, Oscar Escobar is a is an unknown name, and he's starting to develop a name in this league here. 
Adam Rose has been his go-to guy. We know about Daniel Mancini. Yeah. But <clears throat> his confidence in his arm that his balls will be like a magnet towards his players. Like they'll find his players. And I just think now for him, Panetta, this is his trophy to lose. Yep. And this division could be theirs to lose because of how prolific their offs can be at times. I agree with the middle statement. Um, the, the, it's his to lose. Yes, quarterback of the year. Man, it's just play cover three and play bleeping deep and get a get an get an interception. He's going to throw the ball regardless. He, he, well, he has to throw football. <laughs> no, no, no. He's going to throw it deep regardless <laughs> of of if someone's standing in the end zone, he's going to throw it deep. You would hope so. No, you would hope he wouldn't. <laughs> you never know with, with the Jordan Panetta. But he's playing his best ball, and I think uh, yes. Sean Tickler's are, are definitely on the way um, to uh, – but did they win on Tuesday? Because I don't want to say they're, if they're undefeated or not. I don't know. Okay, well, they're on the way to victory here. Yeah. Alpha Dogs! Yeah. Did I say it properly, Eagle? You did. Perfect. Yeah. What's our assessment of this Alpha Dogs team and that their final five games are very tough? Can they be the division winner when it's said and done after five more games? By division winner, <coughs> do you mean the group? Yeah, win their division. Win their group? Yeah. <laughs> you keep saying division as if it's a group. Uh, and they're in group. Hey. They're leading it right now. Uh, they got preached. The girl caught coming off a tough loss against Mongoose. Yeah. HP Raw blackouts on the best fraud. That's not an easy run of games. Uh, it is, but isn't. Uh, Who's K- the easy game? It's not easy. But KGB Raw has been struggling in Division 3, rightfully so. Versfall, you saw them yesterday, have been struggling. They only put up 20 points, that said, in a win. Um, Alpha Dogs have been averaging. Alpha Dogs. Alpha Dogs have been averaging, look, uh, 47, 28, 35, 37, 30, uh, 36. So they're easily putting up 30 points a game uh, against It'll be very tough against Preach. Uh, these they two teams very familiar with themselves. Also true with Legado Cuck. I, I don't think KGP Raw has the firepower to put up thirty six plus against them. Uh, blackouts do, but Versfall don't. So I see definitely there's there's two wins for me there. The the other three are up for grabs. Preach, I think, will be a loss for them. Uh, yes. The Grocock, I think, will be major problems for them. The Grocock are playing the best football yeah. that I've seen in a very long time. KGB Rye, yes, it is a step up in weight class. I don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback position. I exactly. don't know. Uh, blackouts, the Veshfall. My only concern for Veshfall is their quarterback play. Yeah. Blackouts, they probably, on paper, have the better quarterback. On paper, they absolutely do. Which right, but it doesn't mean it doesn't translate into right, wins. Right, 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 right. So I, I'm thinking they lose three, and that would give them a record of five, four, and one, which would probably not enough to win that division. Yeah, we'd have to analyze, you know, blackouts and stoic schedule and and how, who they play. And yeah, Stokes lost stuff went to Ticklers, though, right? But yeah. then Ticklers, you know, they got Greendale Human Beings, a Beer Belly Brigade, Junkyard and preach, so their their schedule's not even easy themselves. So they they know that if they're gonna run, they have to win three out of four. I think for them to get that division. Well, 
even so even if alpha dog alpha dogs lose three i i i win three or more or less three they 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 have a they're because Stokes lost alpha dogs in week one so they already are behind the eight ball for yeah division. yeah i think that tie uh that alpha dogs have alpha that, dogs uh, that tie is uh, might might win them the uh, Group A. It could. It yeah. could very well win them the Group A, though. But I think they do lose three in the Final Five. Uh, Blues Clues. Yes. I uh, saw a bit of these, this team here play. Where do we rank them in the, in the Pantheon of Division Three in the rankings? Uh, if, we ha- if we put out rankings today, where are we at with this team? I'll, I'll ask a, a slightly different question and to pivot from your first. Where did you rank them at the beginning of the year? And then where do you rank them now? I have them in the middle of the pack, and now I have them somewhere in the top five. Very eloquent, elegantly stated. Uh, I I have to agree with you there. Uh, as much as we you know we we just talked about uh, Jordan Panetta, Stephen Harrapersad, AJ Gomes's name is right up there with the thirty four was it thirty four or thirty three touchdown passes that uh, he's put up right now. What's impressed me. Are the three the thirty thirty four TDs are the three INTs? That's an eleven to one touchdown to INT ratio. Do you think Dan Lazar is getting jealous? I and think Dan, he is. Dan we, Dan's we, gonna we love making, this part. Yeah, yeah. Dan well, thinks I hate him. But, yeah, he does. But uh, do you? Alex Halak had the best line of the night, uh, like a real backhanded compliment towards uh, Lazara. I never knew Adrian could throw a dart of a pass. And it went right by Lazara, and Leo and I started laughing because we knew that it was an underhanded. Who said that? Alex uh, Halawak, the referee. Uh huh. Because he, he was impressed by AJ's throwing ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gotten and much Le- better. Lazara had a little uh, jealousy in his eye. I can see it, a little, little uh, pinch in the eye, in the hearts, but you can see <laughs> a little, little blink in his eye that that bugged him a little bit there. So, so yeah, so him protecting the football, scoring at will. I mean, he also has it. He, he surrounded himself with an amazing cast of receivers, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, and they're running teams off with no five plays. Yeah, yeah. There was against who was it last night that I was watching there? Uh, Speed Academy. Yeah, and Easy W as well. Yeah, and Never Overtime. They have like, they have like a, I believe now they have a four game streak of no five plays. Wow, that's uh, that's like Mike Tyson knockout first round bunch out. They're they're doing what I'm doing in Div Four, like getting the young talent that doesn't really in the end maybe it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect their cap uh but they're recruiting and the gm skills like we talked about with jeff rosenblatt uh getting one of the xavier Couture, getting fritz gerald senatus uh, on the team getting that lower level talent that can play uh at a, at a really nice cap hit is really helping the team and allowing them to get isaiah lard tamvilia death uh, you know, some of the higher division talent. And AJ's throwing ratings, I'm going to check it right now, but should be in the 50s, 60s, right? So mm-hmm. so that, they they did a great job, 67.2, his QBR. So doing a really great job of, of playing GM and uh, building a really scary team. Really scary team. Yeah, that, that this is a team I'm circling that. They're peaking yeah. at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they might they might uh, tap out some teams in the early rounds of playoffs going towards that point. Uh, on to Division 6. We're going to Div 6 or Div 4? Well, let's go Div 6. Div 6, all right. And uh, we're going to the stock market. Yeah, Fiddlers. Um, okay, so I, I, I finally caught some Div 6 action. Ha! <laughs> 
What'd you catch? Uh, fiddlers. Did you catch Fiddlers? Yeah. Uh, I caught the Fiddlers. I caught them in week one. So yeah. let's have a quick comparison. Week one versus whatever, week eight. Yeah. So I, it was a ch- it was a Tuesday. I, I was at Bear for like three days in a row. So I lost track what days or the games were on. So the Fiddlers. Tuesday. Uh, yes. By the way, the Mountain Dew Babies game was not posted up either on Tuesday. It's Just probably the same. Yeah. Same field. Field two, by the way. They, there was a problem that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah we're going yeah. to give you FYI on that. Yeah. Okay, so Fiddlers, they beat No Fly Zone. Uh, one in the last play here. Uh, our boy Manny um, Bizogius uh, had a, a lot of passing yards, but he he had a lot of situations where he kind of bleeped up, uh, not moving the ball as well as he should have. No Fly Zone should have won this football game, but this couldn't come up at the end. Controversial ending. Was it pa- rusher pass interference? Might have been. Might wasn't called. Rusher pass interference. So rusher interference. Okay. Uh, Might have been. Wasn't called. You know. Uh, but what I take away from the fiddlers is that they are explosive. Mm-hmm. In in a vertical way or in a uh, elusive uh, can't tackle me kind of way. Uh, in uh, or both. Both, both way here. So the reason why I bring that up, end of the first half, yeah, they were able to really, well, hold on here. Are you looking in the play-by-play? Play-by-play, yeah. Yes, Where what happened the near the end of the first half? Where there was a 40-yard touchdown that they exchanged between the two teams. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the second half. I apologize, I was looking at the second half, my bad, sorry. Uh, yeah, in the first half, there was three touchdowns in the final five plays, right? Right, yeah, I but see that. But the, the Perillo catch, that's what I was looking for, the Perillo. Yeah. He had a 40-yard touchdown grab. He, he caught a three-yard hook. They were just going to just kill out the play, <sighs> and and next thing you know, he's going literally 20 yards west, 20 yards east, five yards west, and then down the sidelines for the touchdown. So he's a he's a speedster on the team. He went. He did, he did a letter Z on it. Wow. And Perillo... Broke the backs of no fly zone, especially after Nick Gonzalez. Was it Nick? One of the Gonzalez. Yeah, Nick Gonzalez, who's yeah. tatted up like a. Whew, he's got some sick tats. Sick what? I'm sick in tats. and out. He's uh, got some sick tattoos. Nick oh, Gonzalez. okay, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, after he, you know, scored what did you a- hear? I'm 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 hearing half the things Mo saying because yeah. this is the best headphone set ever. Um, he he almost broke the hearts right of of fiddlers. Um. So, yeah, so for him to get a 40-yarder off a three-yard hook must have broken the box of, of yeah, no that, fly Yeah, that zone. changed the game's uh, DNA. And then going to the second half, that gave Fiddlers a chance to say we can win this game. And then they, they, they no fly zone, started with the ball and got sacked on the very next yeah, play yeah. or on the first play of the yeah. second half, right? Yeah, was... So that's uh, a nine-point swing. Which Justin, is... Justin Plunk got hurt, though. He pulled a hamstring, and he was killing Fiddlers. He was he was doing it both ways, right? Like he was a touchdown maker in the red uh-huh. zone, yeah. And it, he pulled up. I think it was uh. midway through the second half, and that really uh, made it a one way uh, uh, option of offense for this no fly zone team. So hopefully for Plant, he's going to be healthy enough for the playoffs. I you hope so. But for Fiddlers, though, they pulled off the smash or grab and got that through. So tell me, no fly zone. Putting up twenty four points with eighty passing yards. Tell me how that happened. Because they, because uh, had a lot of four and outs. Was stopped at his own five, own ten. Okay. But the worst part was that no fly zone couldn't cash in all the turnovers that they created. And that's why you see the, the discrepancy of the yards passed by Bezogius compared to uh, no fly zone. Yeah, Adam Weechi. Adam Weechi, who, who the real estate was far more beneficial for him, but he couldn't really close out the sales to get himself uh, the 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 points required. 
And I just think that no fly zones offense became far too predictable when Plant went down, and I think that could hurt them in the playoffs if they do qualify for that. Too predictable in what way? Because was it because working in the first half? It was working the first half because so, they had that that uh, unknown effect coming through for them, which was that they can go to anyone. Gonzalez can go right. to uh, okay. uh, Plant, but they, gotcha. once they lost Plant, they, everyone knew where the ball was going to. Well, so I think that's a good thing for them that it happens to them now, right? Uh, we're looking for some things to improve for no fly zone is finding different ways to win and getting different guys involved in your offense for multitude of reasons, right? And in, in this case, it's Plant's injury. Um, they, maybe he's not available in the playoffs for for one day, you know, out for for work or what? What given X reason? Uh, so they need to find different ways to win, get different guys involved in the offense, uh, better it happen and, and get used to those situations now in the regular season than uh, in one in a one-game elimination playoff where uh, it could be too late. Yeah, and here's the thing, though, before we move on to the next division here. The top-end seeds, it's a race right now because Fiddlers needed that win. They got that win. They're now 5-1. in one. One. And uh, they are still in the thick of the things. The BBs are still running away with the division. But think about it this way right now. Baby Rays, quickly here, Maccabees, Baby Rays, Habibis, Fiddlers, Betway Bandits, Win Diesel, X-Men, that's seven, and Dacta the Future, that's eight teams at five wins or better. Yeah, and LaSalle Warriors. LaSalle Midget. Warriors are lurking as well. That's nine. Um, that's nine teams at five wins or better. Yeah. Think about the playoff format in this division here. Uh, yeah. P, uh, P's, uh, Iggy. Yeah. One through eight, get a bye. Yeah, one of those teams is going to have to play a wild card game. Yeah. The, in all intents and purposes, they'll probably win that. But right. it's that one extra game you have to play. And might lose. And might lose. Yeah. So the, the race for the top eight is going to be huge. Is huge. It's going to be very seductive because all those teams, you pick and choose who you think is the best, or the odd team out. And I don't think we'll have any clarity until week nine or 10 or week 12 of the regular season. And I don't even know if you included X-Men in that. In the, uh, I did, yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay yeah. There's nine teams for eight top eight spots. Someone's yeah. playing uh, uh, in the wildcard round. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's 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 real. It, I think this division six has been one of the the strongest, it's in, more compelling in, in a in a in a long time. More it's, compelling, it's really cool. A lot of plot twists right now. Yeah, uh, diff four. Let's go diff four. Cool. Let's go diff four here. Uh, the first question on your team. Oh, yeah, look at that, eh? It was the first time you uh, you caught us. I know. I was wasting my first hours. Like my God, I could have been watching XFL. I, I was going through my. I could, I could watch the Orlando game in the XFL. Look at look at look at Higgy's face. He's like you piece of shit. <laughs> no, piece I'm cool. I'm cool with the haters. Yeah, a lot of you know, a lot of people message me about you being a hater. Uh, who who? Honey, my boys. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We don't. Have, we didn't put a team. No. Uh, and yeah, I uh, I might have to agree with them. You know, last week. No problem. Last week in uh, picking games of the week, Ma- Martin and the flag kiss my in laws. You're just like Martin. Yeah, because I like them a lot. Okay, I know. So, what did you think of the game, Mo? Let's get your thoughts from uh, the um, score, from the sidelines. What were I, your... I just thought Martin and the flag were just just behind the eight ball from the get go. Like they weren't even on the same field as you guys. Um, it could have been worse for them. I think. I could. It could have been a lot worse for them. Uh, the, I think so. You know, it, it could have been maybe fifty on them. 
Uh, oh, I'm not sure about 50, but but, uh, uh, but the uh, quarterback player is a little bit suspect. But anyway, that's another story from the day. Uh, but to the point that I was going to bring up uh, with this game here, yeah, uh, the for Martin and the flag, if they want to compete with the big hitters, they got to be more disciplined. They they lost their focus, and they yeah, I feel like you guys got under their skin a little bit more because you saw in the second half they're a little bit more irritated, and there yeah, were times they were trash talking and and questioning the referees' calls, right. And, and they weren't happy with it. And Guillaume Ranger, look, I know he had the bulk of targets of 14. But was five five receptions. Yeah, but they just couldn't hit him. They couldn't hit him at all, right? And it, it really hurt. It was, and yeah, it was a combination sh- of that. Man, did they have – how many drop balls did they have? A lot. And I was speaking about this with Pease. Because this is not a team that drops balls from, from what I've seen no. in the past, right? Guillaume Ranger, I rarely do you see him drop the ball. But do you feel that like a two score lead and then and, and like I don't want to say intimidation, but like like being down and knowing that you need to no, make they were, they were done. They're like knowing that you need to make every single catch or else you're you're not No, they're already on to dinner plans at that time. You know what you know what I mean? By like six forty five they're on to dinner plans. I don't know about that. They, they were, were still playing. Plans. They were on to dinner still plans. Playing. They they were on to dinner plans. Okay. Right. As Zion Sanders would say Dion says, you know, the season's done when the U-Haul trucks are already parked when there's like five weeks left in the regular season. Is that what happened? They, the were, way, they, they, they were on to dinner plans by 6.45. You, are, are you suggesting that that's what you were overhearing in their huddle, like uh, sushi or they pizza? They were done. They, were, they, were this, they knew. They were like, we can't compete with you guys. They couldn't. I'm not being, I'm not being facetious, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, the yeah. reality is they knew they were done. White flag was waved, and they just said, okay, bleep it. Let's get ready for the next game. So, but like, just... Not to harp on this game there, but like a five and O team, Martin and Flag going against six and O team. Like weren't weren't the expectations that uh, should have been a better boxing fight. Like it, ended fight being, yeah. it ended up being like a two round fight out of uh, twelve. I just felt the drops, the overthrown passes, yeah. just were like their their ultimate demise. Yeah, no, that that was their downfall to that game though. But uh, they they should recover, I think. But yeah, just, oh, they, yeah. Just, they're a good they just, team. Yeah, they got spooked by you guys. They weren't they weren't ready for uh, that that cannon of arm from Iggy Magnets. Uh, okay, so Diamond Bougie, they, they got the reek coming up this weekend. It's a huge game for the division coming yes. up this weekend. Uh, I think they have the best safety. I know that there's not like a true definition of players playing ro- certain roles like linebacker or right. safety, but I, I believe they have one of the better. DBs, how about that? Better DBs, last line of defense on this team here. In um, in number three, oh, and, number uh, three, Noah Davies. Oh, I beg your pardon, uh, Arthur Doyon. I beg your pardon. That's okay. what I'm saying. Arthur he's Doyon. Good. Yeah, he's this guy is everywhere. He covers every blade of grass out there. And mm-hmm. watching him play for Diamond Bougie yeah. on Sunday, yeah, um, against Heartbreak Kids. Heartbreak Kids. Yeah, and they and they won that game rather easily. Uh, he is unbelievable team. That secondary is athletically gifted, and yeah. that reek game is going to be a real test for them. Mm-hmm. If we'll know if Don Bougie is is legit, yeah, or nothing more than a bunch of nickels. Yeah, they had t- Mo. You score kept the game. I you did. inputted the stats. I did ten PDs. Yep. So they were just they were ball hogs knocking things down. Yep. But could any of these been interceptions? Yeah. That there could have been two pick sixes. Two pick sixes, yeah. so this this really could have uh, run up the score even even more than the uh, than than already it yeah. was right thirty four eighteen. Yeah, Arthur Doyle was one of my favorite players in this division. Yeah, he was. Uh, he made the All Star team last uh, Fall Cup. Yeah, uh, played. He was on my team, and he's uh, a great guy. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's really good on on defense for sure. Yeah, I just think now for the rate, what's the key in your in your mind 
and if they can beat the Reed this weekend. What like what's the number one thing for them to yeah. do to beat the Reed? They man, it's between tackling and not letting uh, Dante Spiranya or is it Santino? One of the two. Spiranya. One of the twins. Um, letting him roll free in the in the backfield as uh, quarterback running around buying time. Um, who rushes for Diamond Bougie? I think it's a mix of uh, Felix Boutet. And uh, they, I don't think they have a dedicated uh, no, rusher. No, Satino Sparanga has had nine sacks. No, no, no. Sorry. Who, Diamond Bougie. Oh, Diamond Bougie. Okay, sorry, I, sorry. I lost yeah, my... Yeah. Uh, now, if, uh, I think I it's a combination yeah, of Felix Boutet. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a committee of rushers. Yeah. The, 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 the committee is going to have to do the best job they can at preventing the rollout and the buying of time. And then... I, I'm interested in seeing, you know, Gaspar uh, Chernacek or Cernacek and um, and Nathan Desjardins. Yeah. They have the size to match up. Again, the size to match up with Dawson Pierre. Do they have the the width and the 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 wingspan that that uh, that Pierre Dawson Pierre has? I'm not sure. He's just he's a winner in the air. Yeah, he, he wins. Is. Jump balls. He is. Uh, one thing I'll, I'll be cur- keeping a close eye on is Amadou Babakar, which is misspelled. It's not Ahmed. It's Amadou Babakar. Uh, he's had two games played. Uh, for the REIT? For the REIT. He'll uh-huh. need three more to be playoff eligible. Something to watch out for, right? He's had two games played. Everyone's playoff eligible. And this dude, if he's eligible, is a fantastic DB. And it just adds to the, to the, the, the talent level of this team that's robust of like athletes galore. So I'm gonna do Bob Carr's I'm watching out for. Oh my tour. god! And he's a 65, 65 yeah. rating. They, yeah, it's Concordia like they, player. it's like they know how. They to, just know how to really. But that's just because they have a they have a pipeline from Concordia coming to them anyway, right? Right. No Sass included as well. Right. As well. Okay. So cutting stunts. Um, saw them play with their uniforms finally. Fine. Finally got the uniforms. Looked very nice, by the way. Okay. Made it easier for me because they had numbers on the shirt and on the shorts. Uh, would have been funny if they mixed the short numbers oh, and they're god. and that would that would have been the icing on the cake. Could they get first place in their division over Martin and Le Flag in wide open bar? Uh, with a 3-2-2 two two record. Their defense is good. Offense, Stephen Casey is a smart quarterback. Uh-huh. Uh, he is a player that uh, can make the the tight throws, the big throws, if required upon, which he did on Monday, on Tuesday. Um I think they do have a chance here, uh, Iggs, to to make a run for for at least for sure two. Wide open bar might be pulling away though. The two ties are going to hurt them, right? In the tiebreaker yeah, exactly. scenario, um, d- do they play each other? Is no, the, they is have knocked in the flag in two weeks in the four nights time uh, on a so, Wednesday. Yeah, and they lo- they beat wide open bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so. interesting then. Yeah, but but they, got, they got the Bruins though coming up next game. Yeah, Bru- which you're the the favorite going into the season, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, they have a chance at the number two seed. I uh, in in their group, I think if they beat Marcina Le Flag, uh, who do you think wins that game though? Today, I'm gonna go uh, cutting stunts. Yeah, especially uh, after what you saw, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, because you saw both teams recently. Uh, yeah, if they win that game, give me them f- to uh, to win out uh, yeah. the number two seed, not the uh, not the group entirely, but uh, to claim number number two seed there. Yeah, their defense is what's going to carry them. I think. Uh, really, they, they 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 play good coverage. Like they may not get uh, the stat patterns of, of PDs, 
but they play good coverage and they force tight throws and mm-hmm. it ends up being incomplete and stuff. I know they were playing a um, a banded team that was yeah. well undermanned. Yeah. But now this three game referendum that they have against Bruins, Montana the flag, and Team Ethnic, we will know if they're a legitimate team in the playoff run. Like another two ties could hurt them or benefit them. But they one more win will for sure get them in the playoffs. Yeah. But if they can run the table here and take these next three games, I think that's gonna be fascinating to watch them in the, in the playoffs moving forward. Yep. All right. Uh on to what now, Iggy? Are we done? We're on to thirty five plus. No, which no there were no plus. games. No games thirty five plus. We're on to 35-plus. Which is no games. He's suggesting we talk about 35-plus, but there's no, nothing to talk about. No, I just need to kill about 30 seconds so I can timestamp 35-plus, but we can just keep saying there's no games in 35-plus. Yeah, there's no plus. games. There's no games. No ga- oh, here, uh, a reminder. for So the spring schedule yes. announcement has been announced. By, announcement has been done by the league. If you go into the FPF main page, it's on the banner. Yes. Uh, the prelim details have been revealed. May 7th is when the season would begin, and it would finish August 6th. That is the determining, like, uh, unless something happens. Hopefully not. But uh, spring season, you can definitely check it out. The registration doors will open up, I would assume, in early April, I would guess, uh, Eagle. Uh, I believe it's April 3rd right April now. 3rd. Or it's right when now, yes. I have time to finish the ratings because the season ends like April 1st. <laughs> first, so yes. I have 48 hours or less and no fucking way is that happening. So. No bleeping way. Uh, right now, the, the caps have been determined for now, right? Uh, are there any adjustments for the caps at all or are we still up in the air for that? Usually, no. I mean, right now, I think we've reached a pretty understandable breakdown of them we make small tweaks sometimes like maybe five points maybe a point or two on qbrs and everything but for the most part we have a finite number of divisions and we divide it accordingly and it's more getting players and quarterbacks into their respective divisions that's more the game right now right we're not going to add more divisions in it's likely going to be the way it is and uh we'll see how it goes all right dates and locations and times to be determined which we'll have that cleared up hopefully by by early april uh some key things to look at here so april 3rd is when it opens. Uh, payment deadline is April 25th. Schedule will be released April 30th. Season starts May 7th. Now, people are going to ask, well, what about St. Jean Canada? Well, you have the weekend off. There's no games on the Sundays, so there will be no games on the June 25th and July 2nd dates. So you can plan around that as well. And the playoffs would begin, I believe, Jul- July 16th. Yeah, targeted date. Targeted date, July yeah. 16th, and we go to August 6th. So, again, the keys people always ask about those holiday weekends. Yeah. There will be no games on June 25th and July 2nd. So you'll have back-to-back Sundays off from uh, FPF World. So there you go. And also, anything else we need to remind ourselves here, Eagle? I think Playoff that's eligibility. Make sure you check uh, the We're still rosters. doing that? Yes, yeah, rosters. every week. Yes. Rosters. Check your rosters, God damn it. Please do that, please. All right, it is now time for Games of the Week. Uh, here we go. Was, We're that gonna, was good. Go ahead, Oye. No, that was good. That's a, oh, okay. Uh, Division 1, Bulldogs, KGP+. Plus. That was close, man. I'll yeah. go KGP+. Plus. I'll go KGP+, plus too. Close, though. Double Straddle, Party Crashers. Straddle. Yeah, Double Straddle. All-Stars, like one sec. All-Stars. Give me Flagmalsak. Division 2, Killer Bees, Rajan Smedzik. UM. Ah, uh, yeah, UM. Braves 2.0, KGP. KGP, Braves 2.0 are really banged up right now. Both Braves teams. Mm, it is their uh, kryptonite. Yeah, give me Braves 2.0. Come back. Vengeance, KGP. 
Vengeance. Yeah, Vengeance are on fire. Blessed, run it once. Blessed. Blessed, but it's really close. All right, we're going to go Coed Division 1. No, That's, 5A, yeah. sorry. Red Not Skins, Glory Boys. Uh, I'm going to Glory Boys. Yeah, give me Glory Boys. I'm agreeing with you a lot, Mo. I know. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's speak easy. B-dubs. Yeah, B-W-W. Tip-top shape, menace to sobriety. Tip-top shape. Yeah, going tip-top shape. Backwoods Football Club, Ballers. Uh, Ballers. Ballers. The Process, Rico Riders. Rico Riders. Process. Big Fat Bats, Save the Turf Pills. Uh, Big Fat Bats. BFB. Ice Up, Clinkers. Uh, I'm going to go Ice Up. I think Rebound. Yeah, Ice Up. Les Petits Carottes, Practice Squad 5. Uh, I'm going to go Practice Squad. I'll go LPC. I have a bye week? Okay. All right. Co-ed Division 1, Les Bleus, Power Rangers. PR. Yeah, Power Rangers. Can come back, yeah. The Funny Club, Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts. Uh, Funny Club. Kiss My Outlaws, Party Mix. Uh, outlaws. Yeah, kiss my outlaws. Free smoke, the Justice League. Free smoke. I'll go Justice League. Ballbusters, Northern Braves. Busters. Northern Braves. Fast not furious, Lipsy fuck. LPM. Uh, LPP, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll go fast not furious. All right, Division Two co-ed. The villains, deep balls. Deep balls. I'll go villain, but I don't like it. Team Rocket, Fighting Tigers. Fighting Gleenas. Yeah, Fighting Tigers. The IG Team, Fireball. 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 Flamingos, Block Party. Block Party. Uh, ooh, that's close. I'll go Block Party to one point victory. Kiss My End Zone, Badgers. Kiss My End Zone. Can't pick it. Hungry Hippos, Benchwarmers. 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 All right, Coed 3, Fast Not Furious 3, Blocked Party. Block Party. FNF 3. Michael Scott's Tots, Sneaky Snakes. Scott's Tots. I'll go Sneaky Snakes. Half and half, Lesek. Uh, Bustan. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, half and half. Pacair, Canicule. Uh, Pacair. I'll go Canicule. Women's one. Bees, Fleur de Lis. Uh, Fleur de Lis. Uh, go Bees. Blurpu, Ghosted. LP, uh, BP, sorry. Yeah, BP. Uh, Montreal U, Torrance. Ooh, I think Montreal U will win because Torrance are, are in a deep hole. Yeah, the U. Torrent Brut. Uh, Brut. Yeah, Brut. And Le Bleu Fit Squad. Bleu. Ah, uh, Le Bleu. All right, we're going to go Women's 2. Le Petit Phoenix. LPM. Yeah, Le Petit Extreme Bullets, VC Cubs. Uh, VC Cubs. Yeah, let's go Extreme Bullets. Red Nation, Le Ibu. Uh, Red Nation. Red Nation. Steelers, Link Set. Link set. Link set. Dream Killers, Lilu. Uh, killers. Yeah, Dream Killers. Cavaliers, Carababes. Cavaliers. I'll go Carababes. Wolfpack, Wildcats. Ooh, that's a good one. Wolfpack. I like what I saw from Wildcats. Give me Wildcats. All right, Division 5B. Stormers, Team Sexy. Uh, Stormers. Show the sexy. Brewers, Wolf. Brewers. I'm going to go Brewers. I'm thinking of the major upset this week. Uh, it'll be close, but give me Wolf. Vic in a box, Blues. Uh, I will go Vic in a box. It's uh, my Vic in a box. The Penetrators, no punt intended. 
Penetrators. Penetrators. Primal also hurt you. Oh, primal. Primal. Prime time cover three. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, prime time. Prime time. What could have been is green monster. Uh, uh, green monster. I can't pick it anymore. Le bleu dry him you. Uh, LBV. Uh, blue dry. All right, division three. Blue chips, les malud. Uh, malud. Malud. KGP raw silent ticklers. Go uh, ticklers. St. Alpha dogs. Preach. Preach. One. Preach. Arush. Easy W. Uh, I'm gonna go easy W. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm gonna go Arush. Sorry. Let's say Arush. My bad. Yeah, I'm going Arush too. I'm hungry. Junkyard dogs. Air Force One. Uh, JYD. JYD. Speed Academy. Never overtime. Go, uh, Speed Academy. Uh, Speed Academy. Beer Belly Brigade, the Stoics. Stoics. Stuck. Mangoose Bearskins. I'm going to go uh, Mangoose. Uh, Mangoose. That's what she said. Free Smoke 1. Free Smoke. Uh, give me that's what she said. Blues Clues, the Infantry. Blues Clues. Yeah, Clues. Green Munches, Jif. Green Munches. Yeah, give me the Red Rocket, Red Rifle. Liverspool, Backyard Bullies. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Give me Backyard Bullies. Blackout, Greendale Human Beings. Uh, Greendale. Uh, Greendale. Division 6, Wind Diesel, FA Squad. Uh, Wind Diesel. <laughs> Eagle, who are you picking? You know who I'm picking. Wind uh, Wind Diesel. Oh. Wind Diesel. Okay, don't know. blink, Dewey Molasses. Dewey Molasses. Dewey. Bananas, Pigeons. Uh, pigeons. Give me pigeons. Wind Diesel, X Men. Wind Diesel. Ooh, oh, very good game. X -Men, X -Men. Uh, yeah, X Men, man. X Men. LaSalle Midget Warriors. Warriors Midget, Baby Rays. LaSalle Midget. <laughs> <laughs> Give me LaSalle. Dak to the Future, why so serious? Dak to the Future. Uh, Dak. Top G, Mountain Dew Babies. Uh, Mountain Dew Babies. Mountain Dew. Threat level midnight, slippery slopes. Threat level. Oh, no, slippery slopes. Slippery slopes. Betway bandits, dime squad. Dime squad. Uh, Betway. Trailer park boys, wild hogs. Uh, trailer park. WH. The Royals, practice squad six. Uh, Royals. I'll go practice squad six. Fiddlers, the Habibis. Habibis. Habibi. Jeff Rock State University, Gru's crew. Gru's crew. Uh, Gru's. No fly zone, Toon squad. Toon squad. Toon squad. Maccabees, MTL Red Blacks. Maccabees. Maccabees. All right, we're going to go Division 4. We're almost there, boys. Mangoose, Top G's. Uh, Mangoose. Mangoose. The Heartbreak Kids, Voodoo. 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 Kiss My In-Laws, Friends with Danny. In-Laws. Can't pick it. Ty Diamond Bougie, The Reet. Reet. The Reet. Still CRA, Vultures. Uh, vultures. Mm, should be good. Give me Vultures. Nomad, The Sheriff. Uh, sheriff. Uh, sheriff. Balls Deep, Fourth and Schlong. Fourth and Schlong. Schlong. Still CRA, Blue Dreamers. Uh, Blue Dreamers. Mm, one point victory for Dreamers. Mofos, Team Ethnic. Ethnic. Uh, Mofos. In and Out, Golden Eagles. Uh, in and Out. Golden Eagles with a new QB. Ludznar, Les Jet Plane. Ludznar. Ludznar. Les Bébés Magic, Wide Open Bar. Wide Open Bar. Wob. Les Bleus Branleurs, Marcinelle Lefleck. LBB. Uh, give me Marcin the rebound. Bandits, Bessette et ses potes. Bandits. Bessette. And lastly, 35 plus. Paramount, FPF. FPF. Uh, FPF. 
JMJ Hovish. JMJ. Uh, JMJ. Gladiator Monster. Monster. Yeah, give me Monster too. And Pacemakers Rainmakers. Rainmakers. Give me Pacemakers. All right. That is our show for this week. We're back next week. You and I, no? I believe so. Yeah, we got one more together. Yeah. I'm off uh, at the end of March. I have, uh, I have some stuff to do for work. Regionals and sectionals. I got and provincials this weekend, man. Provincial. Eight games in two days. Oh, boy. Get that. Uh, get that. What do you do for the voice? Nothing. Water. Water. Nothing. I don't Water. Eat. I don't so, eat. So that's I lock in. I go. It's crazy. All right. Uh, again, spring season announcement. April 2nd is when the doors will open for you to sign Something up. Something like that. Uh, check out your playoff uh, dates as well. Remember that. That's another thing, another thing, too. Check your playoff dates because we don't want to. Oh, I can't play this. No, we have had this listed since January. So please check the start and every playoff date that will be done for your division because it's locked in yeah. for the playoffs going towards April. Magic words, please. I don't do that. Good night, Jalen Carter. Oh, good night, NFL <laughs> Combine. <laughs>